Friday, my friends. Welcome to the Bushels and Barrels program. A tough week in the United States of America. Absolutely no doubt about that. Um, We will dive into it. But it is Memorial Day, and there is something, a song, that I think needs to be heard right now. So let's try it here. Great Ray Charles with America the Beautiful. I after a tough week and all the media, I'm sure you've heard everything associated with the massacre that happened in Texas. I think we all need to hear that and never forget how great this country is, no matter what anyone tries to tell you in the media or at the local tavern or at church or wherever you're at. Restaurant doesn't matter. You're always going to have people that want to tell you how awful this country is because things like this happen here and the things are awful, but the place is not. But you are listening to the Bushels and Barrels program. My name is Ryan Peter. Bushels and Barrels on TikTok is where you can find me as usual. I am joined by my most beautiful bride. 
Mrs. Bushels and Barrels. Say hello, Jessica. Hello, Jessica. How are you doing today? I'm okay. Tell them the truth. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Just speak a little bit. I think they're going to get the drift that you might be a little plugged up. I am. Yeah, I've been having some major, some just, uh, I can't even talk. No, yeah. you can't. Chest congestion, all kinds of stuff. <laughs> Had allergic reaction to an antibiotic. It's just been a... It's been a rough week for it's you. It's been a rough week. Yeah, yeah I don't know what it right, is though. here the past right. couple weeks, really the past month or so. Mm-hmm. We're just like, I don't know, passing around this cold like it's a good joint. Oh. <laughs> and I've never smoked a joint before, so I just... Oh, my goodness. I just said that. I don't know. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't even know what to say to that, but... Yeah. Well, so somebody told me it was because um, they lifted the mask mandates, and that's why. Oh my it's, gosh! It's delayed. You know that's weird. Yeah. The cold showed up after we stopped wearing masks, like right. it wasn't here before that. Right. What a joke. Yeah. Well, I was told by a professional that that's what it is. A professional. Uh huh. A athlete. No. Medical. Yes. Really. Yeah. Huh. So interesting, right? Well, if that's the case, then we don't need to be wearing masks because all it's doing is impairing our immune system. Mm -hmm. I really think that um, we haven't traveled as much as what we usually do, like in normal life in the last two years. And I think that our immune systems are suppressed. And I think that we haven't been exposed to as much. You think so? That's what, I mean, that's my theory. That's, of course, I'm just thinking. face value, it makes sense, I guess. I mean, that's a common sense approach. I I feel like that's a common sense approach. So Of course. I don't know. So maybe we're getting out and about and uh, being exposed to a little bit more. But I'm going to be fine. I am fine. And uh, life goes on. Sure does. Sure does. So a lot to talk about here. I've done most of the show prep today just because Jess isn't feeling good. I'm just glad she's here with us today. I feel like I have failed as a co-host with you. Well, the past couple weeks, I have failed as a co-host with you (laughs) because I've been farming and I'm just basically, you know, following your lead. You can follow mine today. Uh, Perfect. So I'm just glad we're here on a Friday. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So uh, the couple people that I know from Mount Carmel, like their their Saturday morning is we want to hear the Bushels and Barrels podcast. We're going to be really? pissed if he drops it on Saturday because uh-huh. it screws up my routine. Uh-huh. So here you go, folks. Okay. But no, what a rough, rough week in the United States of America. Um, what do you think about that? I think that um, the entire Democratic Party has taken this political extremely fast within hours, and it's disgusting. Um, I think this is a tragedy that has happened to these children. I think that, you know, with information coming out of how long it took them to get into the school and why the school wasn't locked whenever it should have been locked and that kid got access, I I think we're just going to find out some more information about it. And I don't know that we'll ever really know the 100% truth because I don't trust any media that's reporting anything. Um, so I think mental health has something to do with things. And uh, I think it has everything to do with it. Yeah, you know, and I, and I don't don't think more gun laws is what's going to change anything. Um, my honest opinion is to arm the teachers, get them trained up, you know. But when the teachers union is is pushing such a liberal agenda most of the time, especially, I mean, now that we see that, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know the teachers that would be on board with that. But I can tell you. That if our teachers were armed in the schools, this probably wouldn't be happening. Well, you're never going to stop a crazy asshole. Mm-hmm. A person who 
has disregard for their own life. Mm-hmm. Therefore, I mean, ultimately, you would have disregard for everyone else's, I would think. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know what the motive is behind behind this kid going in there and, and shoot. I don't... I, I, I can't imagine. I've I've seen it all. I, I've 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 seen everything that everybody else has seen. Blame it on video games. Blame mm-hmm. it on porn. Blame it on the rot gut of society. Mm-hmm. Individually, those things don't do it. Right. You put them all together. It's a catastrophe. You. You have these kids that are just. I mean, their whole life revolves around some dopamine rush they get by posting something and getting likes you know yeah a, a selfie and you know oh i only got 20 likes and i wanted 50 or 100 you know it's a false reality that kids live in today and you and i don't understand it's this. so different than it, what we did it's very different because snapchat isn't reality you know instagram isn't reality the comments online it's not a real reality you put the phone down and you're living in your living room or you're outside on the playground or, or that's reality. Yeah. Then there's this online reality. That's not really reality. Well, and like with Snapchat, everything you do erases itself right after you send it. Well, I mean, I think that that is, that's planned to be secretive, you know, for kids, but, but that's my point. Yeah. That's a horrible thing for yeah, a kid. Absolutely. It's just leading a kid to be able to be mischievous and not get caught. Every kid's going to be mischievous. And whenever I say, I'm not, I don't mean school shooter mischievous. Mm-hmm. I mean, trying to pull stunts, you know, uh, bedtimes at 10, but then you sneak out at 1130 and you're communicating with the person that's going to pick you up via oh, Snapchat. Yeah. So it's all erased yeah. as a parent the next morning. If you did catch your kid sneaking out, now, this is just an example. You pick up their phone. You don't know what they said, where they went. Yeah. You know, unless you got one of the life 360 or something like that on your kid's phone, uh-huh. but but they could leave their phone at home too. Yeah. You know, it just it just dawned on me a few weeks ago whenever I was thinking about this reality thing in the metaverse that, you know, Facebook's coming out with. These kids are going to be more apt to adjust to a metaverse more likely than what we you and I would be because they have this false reality of online. There's an online presence of false reality. And um I just I don't know. I don't know. It's it's, and and I also think that, you know, teen suicide in, in girls and young girls is up big time. Right. I mean, I'm talking like three thousand percent from compared to the last ten years, and don't quote me on that. But that I mean, it's pretty close to the right numbers. But um, those that, that's a big deal, and I think it has everything to do with social media because it plays with their mind, it plays with their emotions, and if you don't get that, like you said, dopamine rush. It depresses a kid. Yeah. You take a f- kid's phone away. I mean, and they, they go melt berserk. down. Yeah. They go yeah. berserk. I yeah. can't imagine what my mom and dad would have taken. If they would have taken the Sega away from us, whenever we were out in the garage playing the one game that we had. Right. <laughs> when we were kids, we would, it would have been just like, dang it. Can't play Sonic the Hedgehog. Or yeah. But your, your world wouldn't have fell apart. No. Yeah. Yeah. It would have been like, oh man, I'm grounded and it is what it is. Now I have to go read a book. Yeah. You know? So it's different than what, than what we've, what we've experienced as kids. Oh, it is. It is. And you know, and, but what brings a person and I don't care whether they're 18 years old or or 40 years old or or whatever. Bless you, sweetheart. Thank you. Um, I, I don't understand what, 
I just can't wrap my brain around that much evil. I, I, I just can't. I, to bring this kid to come into the school and do that? Yeah, anyone. Yeah. But yes, I, I don't understand. That's such disregard for life. You know, what I just said is not necessarily true. I said, uh, you know, a person that has disregard for their own life obviously has disregard for other. That's that's wrong because there's people that commit suicide all the time that I'm sure they killed themselves, but they they never wanted to take other people out with them. We'll never understand. We'll never understand. I do understand that guns are not the, the problem. problem. Right. And here's why, you know, and I've seen TikToks and I've seen, and some of my friends I think are kind of faltering on this, but never, ever forget. It took a good guy with a gun to defuse this situation. Absolutely. And that's where my stance is on, on the teachers being armed. If they are armed, then you don't have this problem. That's exactly right. And you know, you say teachers unions and stuff like that. Well, I've got a question for the teachers union. Two of those people that died in there were teachers trying to protect students, correct? Sure, sure. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure that's right. Yeah. At, at what point does the teachers union wake up and go, maybe we're going to have to defend lives in a situation to like this? Us. Yeah, to stop something. We like will this. be the only person that's the front line of defense. Absolutely. Now, I want to talk a little bit about s- school security and things like that here, but how many of the teachers unions are going to watch their own die? To protect these kids before they finally say, all right, we need we need to give our teachers something to combat the problem with because they are going to be at the front line. But I feel like they're, they would shift this just like they would shift anything else. We don't need guns in the classrooms with the teachers. We need more, you know, social um social what are social workers in the schools to help with this mental illness there is no social worker that would have stopped this kid from coming in here and doing this that's That's the joke about it. that's the ironic part of it they don't see it that way which i don't understand how they can't see it that way it's just you know people aren't willing to think for themselves so they're going to be told oh well this is you know the the teachers union says well we need more mental health help for these kids so that's what we're going to do well this kid was a high school kid he wasn't even an elementary student so how did he get in that school what happened yada yada you yeah. know yeah i don't understand i don't understand the logic there there is no logic there in my opinion people no, are not the, thinking with their own brains no you know another thing that gets me is you have these uh schools that have signs that says this is a gun free zone all right I'm a school board member. Everybody knows that. That is the single dumbest sign you can put up anywhere. Right. The single stupidest sign you could put up in front of a school is this Mm -hmm. is a gun-free zone. Because the assholes that want to commit atrocities like this don't care if it's a gun-free zone. Criminals don't care. Criminals do what criminals do. And all you're telling a criminal right there is, hey, you got a bunch of fish in a barrel right here. Mm -hmm. Nobody's allowed to have a gun, so you can come in here and just start having a heyday. Yeah. You know, I saw a meme this week, um, something about how we protect our president with guns. Yes. We protect now the Supreme Court justices with guns. Nancy Pelosi. Nancy Pelosi. Cory Book out of St. Louis. She's got her own personal. <laughs> All of these people have guns. Yes. At any given time, there's probably we can't 20 protect, to 60 guns around them. We can't protect our students with guns. That's exactly right. I mean, that breaks every point that any any teachers union anybody wants to say about not protecting children with guns and it's not i mean you can't 
you can't tell me that some fifth year, five year old or fifth grader is going to come and come at a teacher and just grab that gun and start shooting the kid. No, 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 uh-uh. not at all. But I'm going to tell you something. It took four minutes for the cops to get there. Yep. It would have taken that teacher two minutes max to unlock a gun safe in their classroom, get it out and protect those kids. You come in here, I'm going to get you. Period. Well, oh, but you know what the naysayers are going to say about that. If the gunman's already in your room, you're going to be so flustered that you're not going to be able to do anything about it. Doesn't matter. There's a teacher next door with the same exact Thank artillery. Thank you. That's exactly where I was going with that. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly where I was going that's, with that. I, I think that's the way that I look at it. And it's unfortunate that this was made so, this was such a political stance on gun laws so quickly. Oh. It, it just blows my mind. Like, but, you've yeah. got to be kidding me. I mean, there was one of the teacher's husbands actually passed away this week, too. Broken heart. Of a broken heart. Yeah. Yep. That is, and that's a real thing. People don't, may, may not buy into that whole thing, but it is a real thing of a broken heart of grief. As for the people, this goes for the parents of the students that were massacred in Texas. This goes for the Texas Rangers, the police officers. I'm going to give every single one of those people a pass to say whatever they want. They can come out screaming gun control, and it's going to happen. They can come out screaming gun control. I'm giving them a pass. They're in such a traumatic situation right now. They can say whatever they want. I'll give them a pass. Doesn't mean that it needs to come true, but I'm not going to judge them for saying what they say. Beto was not in the traumatic situation. Right. He is a dumb son of a bitch. Right. And that's what and they he call them. You piece sick. of shit. You sick SOB. Yep. And for those of you who don't know, whenever uh, Texas Governor Greg Abbott was having his press conference, uh, Beto made a real ass of himself, which Beto's really good at. Beto's a f- idiot. Anti-gun. Yeah, he's an idiot. And he, he made a real ass of himself, started screaming from the back of the room and everything. And, and it, he I, he's not allowed to say it without scrutiny. That's what I'm saying. The, the parents can say whatever they want without scrutiny right now, Not at least for me. Same with the Texas Rangers that had to walk in on that scene. Any police that had to walk, anybody that had to walk in on that scene. I, I give them a pass. I will not scrutinize whatever they say. I will, however, scrutinize people in Washington, scrutinize people in the media. You know, Obama came out and made a comment about George Floyd. I've got it right here. Okay. Obama's tweet. As we grieve the children of Uvalde today, we should take time to recognize that two years have passed since the murder of George Floyd under the knee of a police officer. His killing stays with us all to this day, especially those who loved him. So your president of the United States, who I contend is Obama, behind closed doors, Mm. what in the hell does this massacre have anything to do with George Floyd? Here's what it has to do. I'm going to connect the dots for you. He is getting ready to rile up BLM and Antifa. That's what that's for. He's getting ready to rile them up. This was a white student that went in and killed white kids. Why the hell does this have anything to do with BLM? His last name was Hispanic, right? Ramos? He's white. Okay. Okay. I, 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 don't, under, I, I don't get, the, I don't get the, the connection here. Okay. I really don't. You don't? Not at all. I, <laughs> a police officer saved what might have been 200 kids. Yeah, I have no idea, Ryan. Actually, it was a, a, a the, Texas border control agent. But a, a, a good guy with a gun did this. What I would call a police officer. Saved the lives of n- just numerous other kids. He's just getting ready to rile them up. I'm just telling you. Antifa and BLM. He's he's calling them to arms. You know, I don't say words that ride with rhyme with buck on here. 
But Buck Obama, mm. that guy is as anti-American as you can get. I hate him. I No, I don't hate anybody. I despise that man. And I, I, I despise anybody that can make some kind of, you know, correlation between what happened in Texas to George Floyd. To George Floyd. Yeah. George Floyd had a gun against a pregnant woman's belly threatening her life. Yeah. And he was a That's criminal. That's the asshole. He's yeah. a criminal. That's the asshole that George Floyd was. Did he deserve to die underneath the knee of a police officer if indeed that's what happened? No. Not at all. But I am not about to make George Floyd a martyr here. Because he wasn't. He was a criminal. A felon. And how dare Obama try to compare this situation with Texas. These people are always looking for victims. Yeah. The victims here is the entire town of Uvalde. The victims here are 19 kids and two teachers. Yeah. The victims here are the poor police officers who had to try to come in and save the day and then had to clean it up. Mm-hmm. I cannot imagine. I, I just cannot imagine. I'm going to tell you right now that whenever the next morning, I didn't know this happened necessarily until the next morning because mm-hmm. I just didn't watch a whole lot of news. And I don't know if you remembered when Alden was sitting on your lap, our little three-year-old getting ready to go to preschool, mm-hmm. how much I just sat there and looked at him and kissed him on the forehead and told mm-hmm. him how much I loved him. Mm-hmm. I did it again after school. I think you've done it all week. I've held him so tight. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine. No, I can't imagine being those parents right now and the, and the parents that were outside the school dealing with this, listening to the gunshots inside of the school, not understanding, not knowing why they can't get into the school, why they can't go save their babies. I can't imagine that. I, I don't either. Uh, Hillary Clinton and all her dumbassness tweeted also. You know, I can see, I'm not on Twitter, and I can see how people get sucked into it. Yeah. Oh, you, yeah. You have, you have idiots making comments, and then you get to read the comments of the comments. Yeah. But Hillary Clinton tweeted uh, yesterday... A society that allows its children to be murdered at school has failed its children. But we can and must change. Well, Hillary, how about the child that's murdered in the womb? Mm. A society that allows its children to be murdered at school has failed its children, but we can and must change. You know, here, in other words, I know what she's getting at. Take guns away from people. A bad person that wants a gun's always going to get one. Right. And here's what I have to say about that. I bet in the 1930s and the 1940s, had the Jews had some Second Amendment type rights, and they had a few AR-15s and high capacity mags kicking around, boy, how that thing could have been different. And there were a hell of a lot of children killed right then. That's a good point. Hmm. Guns don't kill people. Stupid, yeah. as Samuel L. Jackson said in Pulp Fiction, guns don't kill people. Stupid mother with guns kill people. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's a very, very famous scene in that movie. And it's the yeah. truth. Yeah. It is the truth. But so so we, we could sit here and talk about the the evil and, and gun control all day long. Well, what can we do to fix it? And I have, I've thought about this. I, the good thing for you guys is farming update. I'm not doing much. I have, my planner has not moved since the last episode. I've been hauling grain at, means i'm in a truck and if i'm not listening to the radio i'm just thinking what can we do to fix this listen to me closely folks washington is not going to fix this your state whatever state you're in is not going to fix this they're not able to protect you your first line of defense comes down to your school boards local the people that you go to church with that serve on your school board 
the people that you eat supper with, go to their parties, show up, see them at the football games and baseball. Those are the people. You need to be on them. What are you doing to protect our kids? Barack Obama's not going to do anything for you. Joe Biden's not going to do anything. Donald Trump's not going to do anything for you. It is your local school boards that will be the ones telling the superintendent, telling the administrators, this is how we are going to do this now. We are going to make sure there are no windows unlocked. We are going to make sure there's only one way to get into the school. We are going to make sure there is an armed guard at that entry point. We are going to make sure that maybe there's going to be a metal detector, bulletproof glass. And I don't want to hear the argument. We can't afford it. Yeah, because we just sent $40 billion to Ukraine. That's been a talking point. I'm not even talking about that. I don't even want to talk about that part. That's a valid but point. But at the same time, like I think that is a part of the waking up Every process. Every damn time the teachers union wants a raise, they get a raise. We find the money. Every time you want to renovate the football stadium, every time you need a new gym floor, need a new air conditioning system, every time we need anything for a school district, we find the money. I don't want to hear any bullshit that we don't have the money for metal detectors. For bulletproof glass. To pay somebody some security outfit to help us keep these kids from dying in our school. That's what I came up with. And now there are plenty of places you can go to find out how to secure a school to help prevent this because the idea is is to get the probability of this happening as close to zero as humanly possible now i do understand you'll never get it at 100 percent zero you know dan bongino i was listening to him this week he used to be in the secret service and he admitted even when regarding the president they cannot get a 100 percent safety threshold with guarding the president but their job is to get it as close to zero as humanly possible given the situation I think it needs to be individual school boards throughout the entire United States to do the same thing. The kids are our president. You know, we bitched a lot about CRT and we've bitched about, and there's a lot to bitch about masks and all that stuff. I don't see how anyone could not agree with me regarding protecting these kids. You know, I I read another person as I got sucked into the Twitter sewer here. I read another person that texts, you know, for all you believers in God, where was God at that day? And you've heard me say this before. We kicked God out of school a long time ago. A long time ago. For God's sakes, we can't even have a moment of silence before a school board meeting. Yeah, in Wabash County, you can't. In, in, in flyover country here. Yeah, conservative country. You know, I was talking to Mike Burkhart, who lives oh, on the other side of Vincennes, Indiana. He's in yeah. flyover country as well. Yeah. He told me when he was on the school board, they started their meetings with a prayer. Out loud. Really? That's fantastic. And we can't even get a damn moment of silence because it's quote unquote not necessary. Well, it's not politically acceptable is what it is because they took God out of school a long time ago. That's right. You put God back in school. You put common sense people back on the school board. You vote them into office. You get rid of all this ridiculousness and and then you've got God back in school. You got a moment of silence before school starts every single day and your school board won't even acknowledge the fact that that that's a thing. Yeah. But, See, you, this is but the, you but you had to lead with masks because that's, 
Yeah. Know, oh, it's, should... it's, it's ridiculous. And we're just talking on our local level right here. Hopefully your school board is a little bit different. Yeah. But one, a single point of entry of a school, I think is a great idea. Obviously there's doors all throughout the whole place, but those doors need to be just for going out, not coming in. I don't, and I know people, I already hear it. Like I'm thinking of Mount Carmel high school mm. right now. Well, that's going to be real con- inconvenient whenever the back parking lot, uh, the kids have to walk all the way around to the front of the school to get in. Big deal. Big deal. Big deal. How yeah. much is that inconvenience worth today down right. in Uvalde, Texas? Right. Right. You know, I was talking to a local law enforcement agent here who said, he told me, he said, whenever a person builds a school nowadays, I really believe they need to build it. This is, this is America. They need to build it with a tactical sense in mind. That if a shooter gets loose inside that school, tactically, what would be the easiest way to get rid of the problem? But, you know, I've seen those people. I I watched a video of another school who spent like, I don't know, $40,000 on a security system. And they taught these these kids how to do this, you know, the... um, active shooter training or, or get ready for an active shooter. They had books in front of their faces, but like a textbook, just put it in front of their face. Yeah. What's that going to do? Well, I, Ryan, you remember honestly, whenever we were in high school, do you know what a nine millimeter does to a textbook 20 feet away? I'd make a good TikTok. I'm just saying like, it doesn't make any sense. This, this doesn't make any sense. Yeah. It doesn't make, I mean, active shooter training and then put a textbook in front of these kids. With well, the, I, I don't, I don't know what the listen, answer is. Listen, you use, I mean, in a situation like that, you got to use whatever you have. I understand. And that. they don't have Kevlar suits up underneath their, uh, but they have desk. metal desks. They have metal desks in there. And a second grader is going to be I able know, to live. I mean, I know I, you, the, the idea is to keep the damn shooter from getting in the damn place. I think, I think you arm the teachers and you're, you're done with the problem. That's my, that's my stance on it. I think it's more, I think that's a great idea, but I don't think that's where you stop. I don't. Well, what do you, what do you mean? Where the do you, doors are locked. Oh, sure. All the I, time. I love the idea of a one entry. You know, and, and, and one, in, one door is unlocked. And at Mount Carmel, we have locked doors. Mm-hmm. But the thing is you hit a button and they just buzz you right on in there's, and you could walk right on in. You could have a duffel bag full of guns and walk right on in. Really? You hit a button and it buzzes somebody in the office. I'm sure there's a camera. They see who it is and they open the door. Well, if there's a duffel bag, don't you think they're going to ask questions or no? Surely they have protocols. Not if you don't go straight to the office. And I don't know what our protocols might be. All right. I see. I'm talking, I'm thinking in the mind of a criminal, which Mm -hmm. I'm not one, but Mm -hmm. I'm thinking if my objective was to get inside there, is to get inside there and just massacre Mm -hmm. people. Uh Uh-huh. Do I give a shit? Am I going to try to avoid the office? Of course. Yes. But the second I get in there, I'm if the office is on the left, I'm turning right and vice yeah. versa. Yeah. Do you know what's what I've thought too? Why didn't any? Why didn't we hear of any of these happenings during Trump's administration? Don't you find it ironic? I mean, we had the Las Vegas shooting. That wasn't a school. That wasn't a grade school. We didn't have any school shootings during Trump's Was advent. Parkland, Florida during Trump's administration? Parkland, Florida. I'm not familiar with that one. Yeah, it was a school shooting down there. Okay. Was Pretty it right? sure it was. I'm almost positive. One. How many have we had in the last six months? <laughs> Jess, I, I, love, I love the way you think. I, I'm not even going to politicize I don't under- it like that. But I don't, even, I don't understand. Is it because we are not, we're not criminalizing people with guns anymore? I mean, p- criminals with guns? Like what? I don't understand. 
Well, yeah, we're lax on criminals. Don't it's get me weird. wrong. But I mean, this kid that did this, did he have a huge criminal background? I'm pretty sure he had he had run-ins with the law. Yeah. But I mean, was he was he a felon? No, I think he was a minor. I don't think that they would have charged him with a felony. The the fact, like I said, I understand where you're coming from. I don't care about the Donald Trump being president versus Joe Biden versus Obama versus George odd. W. Bush. I know it's just don't odd. Care. It's just odd to me. Like I'm, I'm going to say it's more of a coincidence than anything. Uh, okay. And, and well, I'm not going to say that. I'm going to say it's more of a coincidence than anything. And once again, Donald Trump can't protect your kids. No, I get that. You're right. You're and right. neither can Joe Biden. It comes down to your local school board making shit happen to defend these poor kids. Cause I didn't, I didn't, and I'm not, I live thousand 2,000 miles away from Uvalde, Texas. But why was it whenever we sent our three-year-old to school that day, even the thought went through my mind is, man, am I sending my kid off to a war, a potential war yeah. zone? Yeah, because we are in America. Like, when's, I don't know. I don't know yeah. the answer. Bless these families, you know. God bless I pray, the families. I pray for peace in their hearts and um, in their minds right now because I can't, I can't, put myself in their position um i have to stop and turn off my brain from thinking about that because it'll tear me up um i can't imagine I, I, I just i'm mad i'm mad for the parents i'm mad for the, the the community um but there's evil in this world too i mean that's it's 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 apparent yep there's evil in this world and let me tell you when somebody says oh well why did god why did god let this happen i'm going to tell you something right now my stance is God is not in control of everything. There is evil in this world and there's active evil in this world. And evil has its own agenda. And if God was in control of everything, there would be no abortions. That's a great point. If God was in control of everything, there would have been no murders this week yep. with these kids. There would have been no abortions if this God week. God was in control of everything, there wouldn't have been 9-11. There wouldn't have been Pearl right. Harbor. Yeah, you're exactly right. The, innocent, the free will of an insane man did this. Yes, and there is evil that and people want people will cooperate with evil and evil will pursue. You know what the paradox about gun control is? What? It takes guns to do it. Mm. <laughs> Because you're never going to get guns away from people without shooting them. Yeah. Like us. Yeah. You know, we're a half hour away from any cop being able to get here if we're in an, em an emergency situation like that. Somebody breaks into oh, yeah. the house. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, but we're the ones that they want to take guns away with just in case somebody uh -huh. breaks in our house and takes our gun. Yeah. Hmm. It just... It, the level of stupidity, and you know what? I just got an article right here in front of me. McConnell, other Republicans consider concessions to Democrats on gun legislation. I've told you Mitch McConnell is a piece of shit. And the farther I go on through all this, the bigger piece of shit I think he is. And the story reads, Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell said during an interview with CNN that he had instructed, instructed Senator John Cornyn, another Republican from Texas, to negotiate with some centrist Democrats. It, it, centrist. I love the way they put that name in there. Centrist Democrat. Moderate Democrats. You're still a damn Democrat. Suck it. Including Senators Kirsten Cinema and Chris Murphy to try to hammer out a compromise bill. We don't need to hammer out anything. Secure these schools like you secure sports stadiums and airports. I mean... 
Once again, this situation was diffused by a good guy with guns. All you got to do is put a good guy with a gun in the way of the bad guy getting to the students. Senator Ted Cruz, I don't know if you guys have heard of Sky News. They're a left-leaning, shitty news source. I saw this on TikTok. Then I read two or three articles about it. And this this idiot reporter came up and said, um, Senator Cruz, why does this only happen in America? And I don't know why Ted was kind of backing away from it. And he didn't really, he didn't hit back with his fist like I would have. And I mean, metaphorically, why does this only happen in America? When is gun control going to happen? When are we going to get the guns out of the people's hands? So this can't happen. And he didn't answer. He just walked off. And the one thing Cruz did say is uh, something to the tune of, if America is so bad as what you're trying to paint it right now, why are people breaking down our borders still to get in here? If it's that bad which is a valid point. But what I would have said is in the Middle East, these crazy assholes strap bombs to themselves and walk into schools. And they take out three, four, 500 people at a time. Some students, some adults. I mean, they just go in and blow the shit out of everything. That's what they do in other countries. And by the time the bomb goes off, hell, there's, there's no situation to defuse because the asshole that walked in there with a bomb strapped to himself, well, he defused himself. And I hope that never, ever happens here. That's the difference between what happens in America and what happens in other countries. Jess, is there anything else you want to talk about today besides this horrific massacre? Have you heard anything on the assessment trial? Haven't heard a word. Yeah, I the, guess. the news doesn't report on it. Why isn't the news reporting on this? The only place this week I heard anything about this Sussman trial, which is a huge deal. This is probably the biggest scandal in the history of the United States. Uh Dan Bongino had Cash Patel on, and those two guys had a pretty good going back and forth on Tuesday or Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Charlie Kirk interviewed um, Cash, too, also this week. I haven't listened to the interview, but I'm looking forward to it. Um, The FBI lied to the FBI, and the FBI lied to everybody else, and... (laughs) Um, yeah, the Sussman trials, it's, it's heating up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Regardless of what happens, I think this is exposing, um, the FBI and, and the Hillary campaign. And, um, who knows if they're actually going to, if they're going to move forward there, there will be more indictments. That's what they've alluded to. Yeah. Um, and remember this isn't John Durham's trial that he's not the prosecutor here. He's the investigator who's right. exposing all of this stuff. So, the Russiagate was a hoax. Hillary's campaign knew it was. She's the one who greenlighted the whole thing and started the whole thing. She knew it was a lie and yep. still gave it the thumbs up to go forward. Yeah. Um, not only that. So, so the Sussman trial is interesting to look into if you're if you're wanting something to get your mind off of what happened in Texas. And then also, and I think that, I think that bringing up this George Floyd stuff is another just distraction of keeping us away from what actually happened in the FBI and the Hillary. Hillary camp. So, um, I'm interested to see what happens there, but, um, what was I going to say about the, Oh, the elections, the primaries, there are some big primaries and Brian Kemp, who was not endorsed by Trump won by what did he get? 70% of the vote. That's what you told me. I haven't read anything. Yeah. So he supposedly gets 70% of the vote. I do not believe that for one second. Um, I think that there's some major mishappenings happening in Georgia. So, yeah, I don't, I don't understand you people down in Georgia and how you voted for this Kemp guy who, you know, back during late December and January, whenever some recounts were going on, Georgia was a big one uh, Mm -hmm. in 2020. 
uh-huh. early 2021. Yeah. I don't understand how Kemp could stand back there. And then, and then who was his dumbass secretary of state? Raffensperger. Brad Raffensperger. Yeah. Says there, oh, there was no fraud, no fraud. Well, 2000 mules came out and yeah. buddy, you guys are ripe with fraud. Just right. incredibly large amount of fraud. Mm-hmm. So, so, and the fact that they're still using the, the Dominion systems, that's a, that's a point to be made Speaking also. Speaking of voter fraud, were there yeah. some people arrested this past week? <laughs> there were two people arrested in Arizona that the, the mainstream is not talking about either. Not, mm-hmm. And they got arrested for being mules, right? In Arizona, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then one of those mules ratted out the nonprofit they were reporting to. Remember, I told you, I felt like somebody this was going to come. huge news. I know. I told you I felt like somebody's going to be singing like a bird, and I was referring to the Sussman trial, and I still feel like that's happening. But they actually used that type of headline for Arizona. <laughs> these that's are, hilarious. These arrest these people that are being arrested are singing like birds. Oh yeah, about the the nonprofits that they're getting the ballots from. Can so. you imagine if the roles were reversed? And Donald Trump would have done something like any Republican, not Donald Trump, any Republican would have done something like this to steal an election. Yeah. Can you imagine? CNN, MSNBC, probably even Fox, which I'm losing a tremendous amount of respect for quickly because they, they don't cover stuff like this. Well, you've got to remember, too, that the um, the people in in the mainstream media, everybody that's on DirecTV, they've been given millions of dollars, millions of dollars to report on pushing the vaccine and all of the COVID narrative. Oh, yeah. By the federal government. Yeah. So the federal government comes out and says, we're not going to report on this. They have to abide by that because they're in contract with them. You've got to remember that. Yeah. And if the federal government doesn't want that information out there, they're not going to push that. So why do I why do I look at um, maybe not so mainstream news places like the epoch times or that are fantastic real america's voice news i i look to different things different places it's because they're not in contract with the federal government they are not bound by the u.s department of whatever to no money going underneath the table to keep those companies afloat there's no narrative right so these i mean arizona is huge What's going on with Arizona? Sussman trial is huge. There's another trial starting next week. I can't recall the guy's name, but it starts next week in regarding to the Clinton camp. So <laughs> why aren't we hearing about that? And, you know, I think you're coming around to the fact that, well, just because somebody else isn't reporting it doesn't mean that it's not happening. Well, yeah, well that's, because that that was a hard thing for you. I mean, me, I was like, I'm on board with it. Yeah, they're not, they're lying yeah, to us. Yeah, but some of this shit that you hear on some of these outlets, you, I, I guess, you know, you got to use discernment and figure out what's yeah. real and what's not. Yeah. But, but most of the time, like John Solomon, he's a great reporter and his stuff, like it's not reported on in the mainstream and it sounds out there, but at the same time, like he's got documents, he's got the receipts. Yeah, he can prove you know? mm-hmm. he can prove his claims. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Do you yep. know that there's been over a million vaccine um, injuries reported now? Um, I have a story right oh, here. Am I am I beating you to the punchline? Uh, from the Epic Times, Joseph Mercola. Headline: Is this the worst excuse for vaccine failure yet? Don't believe what you're being told by the propaganda machine. Facts don't lie, and it's now clear that COVID vaccination makes it more likely you'll die if you are 60 years old or younger, not less likely. Here's why. 
According to a recent modeling experiment, increased contact among vaccinated people can give a false impression that COVID-19 vaccines are not working. This rationale is dubious at best, considering the unvaccinated have continuously, continuously, that'd be us, been accused of not taking COVID seriously and going about their lives as normal, while the vaccinated are, by and large, more fearful in taking the authorities' advice to heart, which includes avoiding large gatherings and close one-on-one interactions without wearing a face mask. So this kind of goes back to what we said right at the beginning of the program today. These people that are scared shitless of COVID are choosing not to do stuff. Therefore, they're not even getting out there to where they can get it. Mm -hmm. They're not getting out there to where it can be spread from you to me. Uh Okay. So therefore, they're never going to get it. But the second this vaccine came out, my God, I'm going to go get the vaccine. They get the vaccine, and now what are they doing? They're getting sick as hell. Yeah. How does that work? Oh, no. Many data sources reveal that COVID-19 jabbed individuals are now getting COVID-19 at far higher rates than the unjabbed. Death rates, both for COVID and other causes, have also risen in tandem with the number of shots administered. Hmm. I mean, that's a direct correlation. Mm-hmm. Shots given versus the number of people with COVID. Yeah. According to an analysis of U.S. data in September 2021, when the Delta was most prominent, 23% of those who died from COVID had received the jab, 2.3 people out of 10. In January and February of 2022, when Omicron started dominating, that percentage jumped to 42%. And Omicron, we were told that Omicron is not even close to as dangerous. Right. Is what Delta was in the original version. Yeah. I guess I went on to read, I guess this vaccine is somehow or another keeping your body from from generating some antibody. Yeah. That is very effective in fighting off COVID when you get it. You mean it suppresses your immune system? Nucleo nucleocapsid is what they call it. (laughs) I don't know. Do you, are, is it is it basically saying that your immune system is being suppressed by this vaccine? That's exactly what it's saying. Okay, because that's what Dr. McCullough was saying a year ago. Right, right. <laughs> well, now it's it's made its way to mainstream. Okay. And and now we're getting so I found that very interesting. Because mm. I mean now it's it's being reported by mm-hmm. mainstream mm-hmm. big time. It so is. I, I this jab <laughs> once again if you got the jab. Good for you. Yeah. If you're still thinking about it and you go get it, good for you. You do whatever you want, whatever your doctor says. Mm-hmm. My doctor can tell me to go get the jab, and I'm going to tell him, no, mm-hmm. <laughs> not doing it. Mm-hmm. And I bet you I'm going to live. Yeah. But uh, God gave us immune systems that just work gloriously if we just take care of them. And... Uh-oh. <laughs> Continuing stories about the jab, 18 major airlines, the FAA, and the DOT to be sued over COVID vaccine mandates. The FAA, can you, what is this? The Federal Aviation Administration, oh, all okay. these pilots, uh-huh. or, well, all the people that control the pilots. Okay. Uh, fundamentally, this is a case about whether Americans should be required to choose between their livelihood and getting the jab, yeah. ultimately. And uh, something that I found very interesting. I'll I'll read it verbatim here. What it said in this article is, uh, it is also about the safety of America's airline industry. Should pilots under federal federal regulation required to be among the healthiest workers in the United States. And that's true. 
pilots have to get physicals regularly right. to be a pilot mm-hmm. to make sure you know you don't die in the cockpit mm-hmm. with 200 people sitting behind you mm-hmm. because of a health condition right yeah well what what they're saying is uh they are required to be the among the healthiest workers in the united states who would have been who would have taken an experimental vaccine Mm-hmm. that is now shown to have potentially deadly long-term side effects, be allowed to fly massive aircraft in our skies, while those who have, in parentheses it says smartly, refrain, refrained from such course be forced out of their jobs? Mm. That's, if the jab is causing problems, but you got it so you can be a pilot, do you want to get on that plane very bad? Nope. I sure in the hell don't. Mm-mm. I think if we if we were to take a flight right now, I would probably do the research on who did the um, vaccine mandates and make sure that we don't fly that airline. That's what I would do. <laughs> Could be. I mean, because they they're having I mean cardiac arrest in the in the sky. Of course, you don't hear that because it's not mainstream. But no, no, um, of course not. There's been quite a few pilots that have had cardiac events. So midair. Mm-hmm. It, just, it just takes a while for this ty- this mm-hmm. kind of information to actually get to us. Mm-hmm. You know. You hear you hear quick and early reports, and you're considered a conspiracy theorist. That you're an idiot. Yes. But then now, yeah. look what's happening. What is it? A lie goes around the world three times before the truth puts its pants on. <laughs> I think I think that's the old saying or something. Uh, another headline that I I found. Uh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, I was gonna say, like, do you think that dropping this monkeypox stuff in the news and and um, the uptick in the covid numbers and the speak of or this the talk of recession like do you think these are just like little cookies that the mainstream is just gonna go ahead and start just i don't know making a thing about well they gotta have something to report on because that's what i mean i heard somebody this week tell me that uh there was you know monkeypox was kind of a scare and i'm like oh did you did you know that that's usually just passed through like Gay people, <laughs> yeah. Honestly, yeah. Gay men, men especially men, yeah. And uh, no, I don't understand why they wouldn't say that with it. Well, of course, of course not, because here's why they don't want you to know. They I read. Just want, I read just, somewhere they're talking about this this late summer and fall lockdowns because of monkeypox. Oh my god! I now I can't remember where I read that, and I only read it in one spot. But of course, they got to control this election. Uh, mail ins, yeah. Yeah, I can't. If you can't see this, then it's your fault. <laughs> if you can't see it, yeah, you, you've I, got blinders on. And here's the problem. Here's what I'm trying, I'm struggling with. I say that I'm struggling with. I'm just trying to be not so bitter towards people who aren't awake yet. But I'm trying to communicate in love. And that's hard to do sometimes because it's like, how stupid can you be? It's, and it, still hey, breathe. Yeah. It, it, it is tough to communicate with love to people who are yeah. evil. Or just that damn stupid. Well, you know, I've for a long time said I can handle mm-hmm. stupid people, and mm-hmm. I can handle smart people, but I cannot handle stupid people that think they're smart. That's where oh. I lose my shit. Oh, okay. Ooh. okay. That's that's where I just I go off the rails. I feel like I I fall into that category sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but at the same time, like it's hard to it's it's really hard to communicate in love. And um, I'm working on that right now because there's there's some people that are they they hold a very dear and near spot to my heart and in my life and um, 
trying to communicate, you know, that the <laughs> everything that you hear is only because they want you to hear it. It's not because it's actually news. They just want to portray a specific narrative. Sure. So um, getting people to realize that in love is extremely hard for me. Right. So, and I say extremely hard for me. I'm getting better at it. But Absolutely. I'm, just, I'm being more self-aware. I think that's what I'm saying. I'm trying to say. In the next headline, I don't think you could get dumber than the leadership in the city of San Francisco. And here's the headline. San Francisco School District drops chief from job titles, cites Native American concerns. You're kidding me. Oh my just, just like the University of Illinois dropped chief, you know, they don't call their mascot chief anymore, which is just dumber in hell. Illinois is an Indian name. You know, I, I, just, I don't get it. But anyway, this is the same school district that I think they just had three board members uh, removed because of how stupid they are. And they're not doing anything associated with trying to get kids back in a classroom, uh, trying to teach kids. They're all worried about these social issues that aren't issues in any way, anyway at all. No way. But, uh, you know, this is the same school district that uh, approved the, de- the decision to start changing the names of all the schools. You know, they, they dropped the George Washington School, Thomas yeah. Jefferson, James yeah. Monroe, Abraham Lincoln, Theodore mm-hmm. Roosevelt, uh, you know, Hell, even even uh, Francis Scott Key, the guy that wrote the Star Spangled Banner, was in San Francisco too divisive to have a school named after him. These people in San Francisco, if you're from San Francisco, I, and and a, and a conservative, I really feel for you. I don't see how you could live in a shithole like that. But whatever. Once again, people focusing on things that really don't matter mm-hmm. in the grand scheme Mm-mm. of life. Yeah, I think that we've just been so accepting to every movement. <laughs> Unfortunately, you're right. You know, like every social movement. Yep. Um, when nobody was willing to stand up for the fear of being doxxed or fear of being called out for <laughs> something that's not true, like being called a bigot or whatever. And we've just been like, oh, okay, let's just go ahead and take out the name Washington or take out the name Redskins or, you know, what an insult to those Indians. <laughs> yeah, indigenous like chief, people. Yeah. chief. Like, what an insult. You know, in the, in the United States Supreme Court, we have a chief justice. Mm. Every single newspaper in America has an editor-in-chief. Are we going to delete all those names, too? Cancel yeah. them? It's just so damn stupid. But anyway, well, it's Memorial Day weekend. Yes. I are. love this weekend. Yes. Just because it's like it's the sure sign summer is here. There's two times in the early summer that I just love. Memorial Day weekend, because it's the unofficial start of summer. I love that. Mm-hmm. And the second part, the second time that I lo- I just love is the start of wheat harvest. Okay. Because when wheat harvest starts, it's warm and it's going to stay warm. So Memorial Day weekend is about being American, right? And it's celebrating about remembering our, celebrating people our veterans. who've fallen for this country. Yes. Yep. Celebrating them and their lives. Yep. Yep. Absolutely is. Mm-hmm. And I hope every one of you guys, uh, all you guys, I'm sure, are going to be going to uh, barbecues and maybe swimming at your neighbors or swimming at your house and listening to good music, maybe going to see a band or something like that. I just, I, I, I encourage each and every one of you to at least just take a minute and think about the brave souls who've done, who's the ultimate sacrifice 
who've who've done what they had to do to make sure that we can go eat those hamburgers this weekend and go swimming in peace. And and I have a I have a love for the military. I've not ever been in the military. I've had some family members. My former college roommate, Jeremy from Panama City, is in the military. And I just want to say thank you to your active members. Thank you to mm-hmm. your veterans. And then I, I just I pray that God lets my voice get through to all the souls up in heaven and lets them hear me say thank you because without each and every one of them fighting for freedom, doing their, doing their part, whether it's the guy that's flying the fighter jet or the cook that's on the ground feeding that pilot, Mm -hmm. every damn one of them are needed. Mm -hmm. And it's just, I, I, I just, these people that protect us military, yeah, the police. Yeah, They're, it's just like anything. There's going to be a few bad apples in the military. We know of them. A few bad apples as police officers, but by and large, they are great, great patriots, and we need them. So I would follow up in addition to that and say, what are you doing to? Um, advance this freedom fight you as a person you as a listener yeah you as a listener you as a person you as an american what are you doing to make sure that our children and grandchildren are raised in the same country and have the same freedoms that we have i am i am not willing to accept communism or any more socialism tactics for my three-year-old i am not accepting that and I am going to fight to to make sure that he's free. So doing this podcast, becoming a precinct committeeman, those are two of the ways that I'm starting. I am vocal. I'm, Join your school board. I'm more vocal now. I'm encouraging people to run for, for office yep. who have a patriot mindset. Um, I encourage you to think about how you can secure our freedom for, yeah. for our children and, and our grandchildren. Because... Um, who is it that said we are only one generation away of losing our freedom? Ronald Reagan. Yeah. And uh, it that must is so, be defended. It is so apparent right now more than ever. Oh, yeah. I feel I feel like that we are so close to just losing. Um, all in the name of security. I mean, mm-hmm. just I don't want to dive back into this Texas thing, but yeah. all this gun control stuff, mm-hmm. it's, it's the age-old deal. Those who sacrifice freedom for security will soon have neither. Mm -hmm. And I think that um, the last two years have been very eye-opening for a lot of people, but we need to, we need to make sure that we're fighting. And, and you know, if it's, if it's courage that you need, then pray for courage. If it, I mean, I think that you already have it, but, but let it be known, you know, show it a little bit. Um, Don't intentionally go out to piss people off. No, but the people that you're going to piss off do not care about pissing you off with oh, their absolutely. views. Yeah. So that's the way you have to look at it. Mm-hmm. But I, I want to ask you that that question, like, and I want to hear from you too. Like, I I specifically want to know what else are you doing so that I can tell everybody else who are listening. You know, and maybe you have a what, great idea. Absolutely, that we could share. Mm-hmm. And I would love to hear that and um, the way that you're fighting for freedom right now and. It's so, it's, it's, it's so important. Yep. So important. It so, is. It is. I am, Bushels and barrels one at gmail.com. I'm thankful for our veterans. I'm thankful for, for the freedom that we do have. Um, I'm ready to see more freedom given to the American people. I think that that will be in our future. 
yep. if we are willing to stand and fight right now. So, but we all have to. Yeah, I'm looking forward to our future because I feel like there are more Americans out there like me and you than there are that are communists. <laughs> so, oh, I agree. Um, I do, I totally agree with that. Mm-hmm. So, but I the think thing is, is we just have to stand I, up. I, I've said it before. As a Christian, you don't. As a Christian, you want peace and you want love, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So, lots of times. As Christians, we sit back and we don't really say a whole lot. We just kind of watch stuff happen. Well, I'm, yeah, you do that, but I'm not going to teach my kids to do that. Yeah. Well, yeah. now is the time we need to stand up and say, you might be teaching your kids this or whatever. You're an idiot, mm-hmm. and you need to be called out for it. Mm-hmm. You know, a kid does, a kid doesn't need to be dressing up like a furry and shitting in the bathroom in a litter box. Mm-hmm. We need to push back on this stuff. And it's funny. It's it's a great time to make fun of people doing it. Sure. And you know what? If you're offended that I make fun of you, screw you. Don't do it. You can make fun of me for whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and make fun of me because I don't support you shitting in a litter box in a high school bathroom. Right. Go do it. I don't care. Don't care. Yeah. But so in Memorial Day, the start of summer, and I love summertime music and everything. In the health section of today's program, here's the headline Music Proven to Soothe the Soul. Research study proposes music could prevent 800,000 avoidable deaths. University of New South Wales researchers have found that music could prevent an estimated 800,000 avoidable deaths annually after unearthing clear evidence that musical engagement improves overall well-being and health, decreasing anxiety and improving mood. I can say that. Every time I turn on a good tune, you instantly start to get in a better mood, right? Absolutely. I mean, why do you think people love to jam music on Friday at five on the way home? Yeah. They're, it's enhancing their, their mood. It's enhancing, hey, I'm, we're done for the week. We get to go have fun. So they, they love music. Well, since Jess and I love music, we're going to do something from now until Labor Day to celebrate summer. Instead of going out with our normal theme song that we open the show with, I'm gonna, one week I'm going to pick a tune. Next week, Jess is going to pick a tune. No rules whatsoever. Jess will probably be, p- be picking Easy e NWA, uh, <laughs> some of the most filthy rap you've ever heard in your life. Oh, I'm sure. It's, WAP. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Can't wait for those weeks. Jesse's weeks. Oh, shoot. That's right. No. So, to the outro of the show, we're going to play some music that we want to hear. This is my week, the first week. Mm, of course, it's your first week. So as we wrap this up, and I'm not going to play the whole song. I think there's copyright stuff that says you can't. But you'll get the outro or the intro of the song and then maybe a verse or chorus or something. Okay. But anyway, I I think that we're going to wrap her up right here. And this is one of my very favorite. What do you, something else? Yeah. If they want to email the show, it's bushelsandbarrels1 at gmail.com. P.O. Box 127, Belmont, Illinois, if you would like to write into the show. 62811. 62811. Yes. Yeah. And Bushels and Barrels on TikTok is where you can find Ryan, just in case he forgot to say that this week. And I said all that. Okay. Besides the P.O. Box. Okay. So, one of my favorite music artists and a guy that always puts me in a good mood when I listen to his music is Eric Church. So, I think we'll just go out with Eric Church today. What do you think? That sounds great. All right, folks, you have a great weekend, great Memorial Day. Enjoy it with friends. Hug your kids. Love on them. Leah Thomas is still a boy. You were born an American. Don't forget to be one. Adios. Adios.
truck Yeah, she's shaking, she's shimmy like Elvis Singing all sugar But you can't blame a boy for going Driving like a story fast With your winter-down brown hair Blowing, look at me like that